and beliefs. But your future is not predestined by your past. By working patiently and intelligently on your thoughts, intentions, and beliefs, you can remake your life and transform your circumstances. In Day by Day with James Allen, his essay has been broken into a separate section for each day of the month. For the sixth day of the month, James Allen shares Release the Past. Don't dwell on the sins and mistakes of yesterday so exclusively as to have no energy and mind left for living rightly today. And don't think that the sins of yesterday can prevent you from living purely today. In his book, Failing Forward, John Maxwell shares, to move forward today, you must learn to say goodbye to yesterday's hurts, tragedies, and baggage. Treat your mistakes as lessons for you to reach ahead to your best days. He reminds us to acknowledge the pain of your past experiences, to grieve the loss of what did or did not occur, to forgive yourself, to forgive the other people involved, and then practice your release daily so you can move on. In life, there are no mistakes. There are only lessons. Remember the anonymous poem, Don't Quit? When things go wrong as they sometimes will, when the road you're trudging seems all uphill, when the funds are low and the debts are high, and you want to smile, but you have to sigh. When care is pressing you down a bit, rest if you must, but please don't quit. I've shared many times that I have a series of prayers and affirmations I use each day to help me focus and reframe a positive thought for the day. I do morning and evening series of forgiveness prayers. I do a gratitude affirmation. I do ho'oponopono. I do unconditional love affirmations. And I collect a positive thought from the daily word produced by the Unity School of Christianity. And the daily word for Monday, August 6th, says, I am free to experience a greater unfolding of divine love in my life. When you experience anger, resentment, judgment, or pain, offer forgiveness. Release thoughts of negativity, limitation, and fear, and free yourself from those limitations. As you move forward, remember, release the past and feel the unfolding of divine love in your life. And that brings us to our segment host for today. Kirilani is a healer and expert in vibrational numerology, palmistry, tarot, and a bridge of light. She's also an alchemist with essential oils, teas, and color, providing custom essential oil blends and hand-dyed silk scarves to empower the personal vibrations of her clients. Her unique fusion consultations bring great insights and transformation. And she provides her unique go-with-the-flow segment the first Monday of the month from 5 to 6 p.m. right here on Good Vibrations Radio. So let's welcome Kiralani and her go-with-the-flow. Well, thank you, Solazar. And here we are, all ready to August. It has been kind of an amazing journey this year. And when we look at the context of where we are in the cycles, Let's back up for a minute and look that this is a millennium that is all about connection 
it's about relationships and partnership and communi- sorry, communication and collaboration. So we are learning in this millennium that we can accomplish so much more together when we come together in a collaborative way than we can by ourselves. And it's a lot more fun. So that's the context that this whole year sits within. And if we look at the year of 2018, it is the higher level of that lesson for the millennium. It's about taking those relationships now, those connections, those interactions with every person in our life and elevating them to an unconditional level, elevating them to a cosmic level. Now, traditionally, the energy of 2018, the 11 energy, was known as the Christ consciousness. And the councils of the Seventh Awakening have been talking to us about that is now graduating to cosmic consciousness, to move beyond the need for suffering, beyond the need for sacrifice, beyond the need to be a victim or a martyr or all those things that we have learned. Where in that process, most of the giving and receiving in our lives was conditional. It came with strings. And it's made us cautious. It's made us wary to actually open our arms to receive. And yet August every month asks us, how much are we willing to open to receive the prosperous abundance, to receive the infinite flow of grace and prosperity on all levels, on all bodies, that the universe is trying to give us, that our soul is trying to give us. How much are we willing to open? And the the kind of key that modulates that or moderates it or governs it is the degree to which we have self-love. So it's a very interesting hook. When you think about Christianity where there was always this concept of original sin, that baked into our DNA is this inherent feeling of unworthiness. There's an inherent feeling that there's somehow something wrong with us. And yet that was simply how it was meant to be in a time of limitation. So every August comes around and says, are we willing to let go of that old programming that is not true? It was based on a false premise. Because the truth is, we are part of the creator and the creation. That spark of divine never left us. So all of that illusion and delusion of separation from source is the key and the pathway to say, if I am one, with the all, if I am one with source, if I am one with the divine, then I am not flawed. I am not less than. I am not somehow unworthy. I am not somehow having all these things wrong with me, right? It's an opportunity to take and transform all of that that came in between. And when we do that and we truly accept the authenticity of ourselves, 
accept that divinity within, we can then start bringing heaven to earth, as above, so below, as within, so without. So that journey of self-love is something that we're all learning, but it all starts with the truth of who we are, the truth that we are divine source, the truth that we are here as the fabric of love and light on this planet. And as we express more of who we are, we allow everyone that we interact with to open up to more of who they are. So by being of service, which is kind of the higher level of that cosmic consciousness, by being of service of just sharing who we are, sharing that love and light and truth, we're able to heal these wounds that we had of self-love, all those little boo-boos, all those not enough, not good enough, not, you know, souls are, when he speaks, um, he talks about Sister Josepha, which was one of his, the nuns who was one of his teachers. Um, And she was that epitome of that judgmental voice. And yet we incorporate that voice within ourselves, within our own psyche. And whether it was a teacher or your parents or you made it up on your own, many of us, if we listen to the soundtrack of our inner dialogue, repeat over and over all of these critical and judgmental things about ourselves. When we receive praise and compliments, frequently we don't even hear them. We only hear the negative. And in doing so, we reinforce that pattern. So as we go through August, this is a really beautiful opportunity to be conscious of what we say to ourselves. How do we nourish and nurture ourselves? Are we taking care in this first week of the month? Are we taking care of our physical bodies? When we get to the second week of the month, oh, and on that, you know, are we really taking care of our physical bodies or are we indulging ourselves for trying to find a way to fill any kind of emptiness in our lives? The emptiness we fill by that love of our soul. So if we're willing to open up and really, truly feel the love that the divine has for us, that our soul has for us, all that unworthiness feeling melts away. So in that physical and emotional week of the mo- weeks of the month, the first week and second week, that's kind of our, our assignment. And in the third week of the month, that is our assignment to say, let's take any of these beliefs or thought patterns that we have and let's rewire them. So we start seeing in our lives, all the good that we are and the good that we are capable of being. And then as we go into the spiritual week of the month, the fourth week of the month, to really just open up, open up to be at one with the divine. You know, this month links back to August of last year. So if you take a look, if you keep a calendar or you keep a journal, go back and take a look at what August of last year was. Because there was this real burst for 
a need, like an almost an imperative to go to the next level, the next cycle of your authenticity, of truth in your life, of expressing light in your life, of really being on point with what you're here for, what your mission is. So if we look at some of the opportunities that we have in this beautiful month of August, we've got quite a few that are uh, very powerful. They're aligning with this energy of the year, and they um, – there's what's another way to say – harken back to um, – they, they mirror the energy that we went through in April – which was also an extremely powerful spiritual time of awakening. So August has this great, deep energy that is focused on manifestation. So we talked about manifestation starting uh, in uh, the beginning of July. And by the time we get to August, we now are like fully, deeply in that manifesting part of the year. So this is a time to take the insights you're getting and put them in action. You know, this is really where we do a lot of the um, execution of the plans that we put together, the dreams and the desires at the beginning part of the year. And to see, almost to test and to experiment with, well, what is possible? In this time of limitlessness, what is possible? And every time we try something, it gives it an opportunity to come to fruition even if a year ago it wasn't possible. So don't get discouraged or disappointed if you say, ah, I see the little sprout growing, but it's not fully grown yet. Just honor the growth in yourself, in your life, and encourage and nurture it to continue to go in the direction that you want, in the direction of your dreams. So let's look at some of the important power days. We've got, well, first of all, we kicked off August with, uh, with a little bit of a roar energetically on the first, second, and third. It was a powerful stair step of energy that was inviting this awakening down to the RNA, DNA level to really acknowledge the divinity that we are. We have another round of those kicking off starting on August, I guess it would be 9th, um, with the Day of Light. And then uh, on the 10th, we have one of these run-ups again of the Cosmic Consciousness, followed by, on the 11th, um, a Portal of New Beginnings that is aligned with the Master Lover's energy. And then followed by one of these um, Codex of Awakening days. So mark on your calendar the 10th, 11th, 12th, very powerful series. And that will be repeated again on August 19th, 20th, and 21st. We've got a couple of other days I wanted to point out that are very powerful. On August 14th, brings a a day of clarity and wisdom. And in this year that has been moving really so fast, that gives you this resting point or 
reflection point in the center of August, so you're halfway through the month, that you have an opportunity to see what have you been manifesting and do you want to adjust your approach. So it really brings in that clarity of where you are with your plans and where you want to refine them and also harvesting the wisdom. August is the beginning of the harvest. It's really the harvest of the fruits. It's the harvest of the sweetness of life. And when we look at August, all the nectarines and the peaches and the plums and all the beautiful fruits, every time you go, or the berries, right? Every time you taste them, allow that flavor to ignite within you the love and the appreciation and gratitude for the sweetness of life, for the beauty of this world, for the ability for all of us to grow and expand and really represent the highest aspects of who we are in this life. And then on the 25th is a very powerful day. It's a portal of focus. So in this time of limitlessness, Limitlessness is delightful and wonderful, and it is absolutely the direction that we're going. It also allows you to go in any direction. So this portal of focus brings all of that unmanifest potential and narrows it down like a laser beam of focus of all of that light to a pinpoint to transform whatever it is that you're focusing on. So very powerful day. So star that with uh, gold stars and know that that is a day to plant ourselves really as a seed of God, as a bridge between heaven and earth, and bring that focus of heaven coming to earth within our own life, within our own physical bodies, within all of our creations. So some of the tools you can use to align with this energy of August, I love working with aromatherapy. I like working with the doTERRA oils because they're very pure um, and they're therapeutic food grade, most of them. Uh, and so you can use them topically. You can use them internally. You can use them in a diffuser. Uh, and they really have a lot of integrity of how they harvest the plants and work with the oils from the source where the plants are grown natively to bringing them to you. So the oils that I like to work with for August, we have quite a few. So I'm going to talk a little bit about what each of them focuses on. So for the physical week of the month, I like working with eucalyptus because eucalyptus is all about wellness and helping um, awaken within our physical bodies that natural propensity to heal and come back into balance. And really all the oils help you with that, but eucalyptus is very good for opening up our respiratory systems, our bronchioles, um, of expelling all the old dead air and allowing our physical bodies to be um, invigorated because you think about what prosperous abundance would look like on the physical and to me it's vibrant radiant health so eucalyptus for the physical and then when we get to the emotional um, it's interesting because there's quite 
a number of the essential oils that work very powerfully for self-love on the emotional level. I like working with thyme because it's all about releasing inner wounds, um, childhood wounds, and forgiving. So if our emotional bodies can work on that, releasing and forgiving, that's a great path for a month of self-love. For our mental bodies, marjoram, because it is all about the oil of connection. It helps us let go of all those shields that we put up around our heart and that we reinforce with our minds to uh, attempt to keep us safe, but really we're keeping life at arm's distance. We're keeping people at arm's distance. We don't really develop true intimacy when we do that. So marjoram lets you let those walls down and open to trust. Trust is needed both mentally and emotionally. And then the spiritual week of the month, the third week of the month, uh, I like working with jasmine. Jasmine helps us with igniting our passion in a pure way, in a spiritual purity type of way. And then uh, for the cosmic body, I like working with juniper berry. Juniper is a really powerful oil. It's called the oil of the night. and helps us integrate while we sleep or within meditation, those aspects of ourself that we've denied, those aspects of ourselves that have been hidden deeply inside or that we view as dark. Because this is the time to go into those corners and shine the light, shine the light of our soul, the light of illumination, and bring those things forward so that they can come to the surface and be healed. So those are some of the tools we can work with. I love the colors. Soulstar mentioned that I I work with um, not just the essential oils, but with color and hand-dyed silk scarves. And I've been working on a series for this upcoming lunar eclipse, which is actually on August 11th, one of those power days I was telling you about. Um, so I'm doing a series dealing with the elements. And yesterday... We just finished fire, and it <laughs> it's super beautiful. It's just wonderful. So color goes in at a vibrational level and activates us. It goes in and helps us align us to the energy in a very simple and straightforward way. So you can use the color with what you wear. You can visualize those colors in your meditation um, so when we look at the ones for August, we have bronze and ivory and tan, plum, navy, and blush. And then some of the stones and crystals uh, for August, you can work with opal or calcite um, or selenite. Now, uh, opal is usually found in jewelry. Uh, but calcite, you can get small pieces and have it at your desk or a little pocket stone. Selenite is very powerful for uh, going into meditation and operating interdimensionally and bringing information back. Uh, so all of those are really great stones to work with during August. So Solazar, I think those are the main things that I wanted to talk about. Let me just check to see if there was uh, anything 
else I wanted to bring in. I think that um, we talked about working with the with the marjoram. Um, trust is an activity that's empowered during August, and so working with that marjoram. Um, when we trust ourselves, that's an aspect of self-love. When we open ourselves up to trust another, that's an aspect of self-love. So when we look at this August and how it comes together with the year, it represents and brings in the vibration for the whole living library of all of creation. And when we look at recoding um, our experience this month, in a higher level of self-love. It's all about that opening up to living more, opening up to trust, opening up to being in the hands of the divine. So for whatever your August turns out to be, um, if there are things that you can incorporate every day, um, this is not a month where you have to guess as lessons or tests come up in your life, gee, what's this about? It's going to be about self-love. It's going to be about am I taking care of myself? Is it going to be about am I setting a path down that leads to a prosperous future with physical health, with loving relationships in my life, with peace of mind, with tranquility, with being in a nurturing environment, with and all of those things start within. That's the starting point because that key to self-love, it's back to self. So we can't find all of these things outside of ourselves. We have to go inside. So whatever you do in August, make sure you make some time every day for that going inside and it's it can be a challenge because so many things are going so fast and august is a rush of energy but if you in that rushing focus on those things that are the most important to you each day souls are used to talk about eating the frog first although i'm not sure i ever quite understood that analogy cuz i don't want to eat frogs but if we can prioritize to say, am I doing those things that actually are important to me, not what someone else wants me to do or needs me to do or it's urgent for somebody else. And if you're honest with yourself, a lot of people end up spending most of their time doing all those things, the should-dos, the have-to-dos, the, and they never get around to this is the thing that helps me work my way to where I truly want to be. August is a good month to reevaluate that and say, am I putting my actions in alignment with my passions? Am I putting my energy where I can get traction? So that, Solazar, is some of our um, information for August. Is there any comments or questions you had on that? Uh, I didn't have any questions about what you shared, just some things to add. Okay. Of course, and we want to let folks know that they can connect with Kirilani at the, by email at kirilani at prodigy.net or 
link to her through the guest page of Good Vibrations Radio. I wanted to let folks know that for this week of August, speaking of what Carolani shared, but it's also to trans to focus on the transformation that's going on. It's coming with the closing of this year's eclipse season with the uh, new moon solar eclipse in Leo that will be happening on the 11th that Kirilani referenced. And the energy of this eclipse series began last summer. The themes and issues that each of us are being asked to face are the themes and issues from the summer of 1998 through the summer of 2000. So think back in your life to what was going on through that period, the issues that you faced at that time, and that's what we're going to be asked over this next six-month period as a follow-on to the eclipse, this next six-month period to reface and redetermine within our own life. All the drama points to your own self-actualization. As Oscar Wilde said, be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. So over the next six months, you want to pay attention to when are you being you? Who actually gets you? Who applauds for you? Who burns brighter because of you? Who doesn't notice that you're in the room? And who's trying to rain on your parade? So we're still dealing with a little of the over and done with it button for everyone from the July 27th full moon lunar eclipse in Aquarius. That was one that kind of set people off in the direction of, of fighting, debating, rebelling against those things that created discomfort in their lives. And then today, Venus enters Libra, and Venus rules Taurus and Libra. Venus loves being in Libra, which means everyone will be in the mood for love. And adding the air of Libra to the Venus's sweet and calm nature encourages everyone to strive for greater peace with others and in our own lives. It doesn't mean a, a love in partnership as much as a love of self and then expressing that love out in the areas of our lives. So on Tuesday, Uranus in Aries will go retrograde at 9.48 a.m. Pacific time. And Uranus is all about change. And its change takes you by surprise. You can't prepare for a Uranus change. You can't tame Uranus. Then Uranus comes like a strike of lightning. It just happens. Now, Uranus can bring you a fortune when you don't deserve it, and it can disrupt your life even if you've done everything correctly. So Uranus will make sure change happens whether you like it or not. And Uranus is changing to get you to focus on the change and what you need to do for the next area, the next journey, the next phase of your life. When Uranus is direct, it's time to make the changes to your external environment, but when it goes retrograde, it's the time for those internal changes, and this is the time to reconnect with your sense of self and your sense of freedom. Your shifts are going to take place in your unconscious. Don't overanalyze your thoughts and actions. This is the time to get real with yourself, to be honest about the changes needed to change your life. And with Uranus going retrograde, there are seven retrograde planets. We have Uranus in Aries, which goes retrograde Tuesday at 9.48 a.m. We have Mercury in Leo, which went retrograde July 25th. Chiron in Aries went retrograde on July 4th. 
Mars and Aquarius went retrograde June 26th. Neptune and Pisces went retrograde June 18th. Saturn and Capricorn went retrograde April 17th. And Pluto and Capricorn went retrograde April 22nd. This is the time to do your inner work, get clear on who you are, and how to shine brighter in the world. And as I shared at the beginning of the show, James Allen told us, release the past, feel the unfolding of divine love in your life, and review those themes and review the clearing and what it takes for you to be you and to shine brighter in the world as the you that you are. So those were my additions, Kira. I don't know if you had comments or anything you wanted to add to that. That is that is really cool, and it's actually pretty powerfully on the astrology side and the numerology side then saying it's time to go within, right? If we're spending all our energy on the outside, we tend to be, we're going to be fittering away the opportunities and the energy. And yeah, exactly. And there's no other so time the than... the other thing that you mentioned yeah. when you were talking about the Venus, which I probably should have talked about on the vibrational side, is you have in August all these vibrations of love in play. You have the love of friendship and partnerships. You have the love of... Um, the humanitarian level of love, and you have self-love. And self-love really is, you know, the starting point to enhance all of those other relationships to another level. So I liked that that, there was that um, aspect with Venus because that helps us get connected to that that place, to that set of vibrations and just allow them to flow through all of the areas of our lives. It also helps to to uh, mollify or or tone down the uh, the full moon lunar eclipse from Aquarius when we also had the opposition to Mars, which inflamed some of the issues going on. So there was a lot of personal drama going on in people's lives that they were churning up or creating. So the move of Venus into Libra will help soften for the rest of the month of August a lot of that generation of of personal drama and trauma that's actually unnecessary. It's just time to Well, and that's good because in a self-love month, because it tends to go in and find where we have our own inner wounds, inner bruises, and poke on them, um, people can be more reactionary in August because they're feeling vulnerable. So if that comes up with you, it's not that you're doing something wrong. It's just saying, aha, there's that little thing that I forgot I had that needs to be healed. So use it as an opportunity to say, well, what's this about? And how do I uh, kind of resolve or decode those issues within me versus reacting to them? Okay. So any, uh, any additional thoughts? No, I just wanted to let people know that um, – 
at the end of August, I'm going to be doing uh, a, some cl- a series of classes with the essential oils. So if people are interested in learning more about that, um, the request I've had so far is to do a session on chakra balancing. And then the second thing that we wanted to, uh, folks wanted to do was how to work with the oils for emotional balance, um, which is certainly valuable when you're dealing with a month of self-love and going into uh, the limitlessness of September. So if anyone's interested in that, uh, as Solazar said, you can contact me through the website and or send me an email at kiralani at prodigy.net. And I think that's all I had, Solazar. All right. Well, thank you for taking the time to share what you've shared. And uh, enjoy the rest of your month and your workshop that you're headed off to. And we'll hear you again next month. Well, blessings to you and all the listeners. Thank you so much. So as we close, I want to once again share the anonymous poem from Empower Astrology. In the midst of hate, I found there was within me an invincible love. In the midst of tears, I found there was within me an invincible smile. In the midst of chaos, I found there was within me an invincible calm. And I realized through it all that in the midst of winter, I found there was within me an invincible summer. No matter how hard the world pushes against you, within you there's something stronger, something better, pushing right back. Whatever you give, do so from your heart. Do your daily practice of gratitude by saying, thank you for everything, I have no complaints whatsoever. Choose to express from love in all your encounters. I live and practice loving kindness in all situations. Accept yourself fully. I accept and love myself unconditionally. Open yourself fully to love using this affirmation. I surrender all to love. And express and heal your self-love by doing the Huna healing practice of Ho'oponopono. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Always remember you are not the victim. You have a choice. Thank you for listening to Good Vibrations Radio. We'll talk again next Monday when Dr. Arnie Buss will share speaking of listening on interpersonal communication skills. So until next week, remember to turn the lead in your life into gold. Many blessings. Namaste. Oh